Good morning, good morning, Praise Revolution Radio. Hey, Praise Revolutionaries. How are y'all doing? It's your girl, Tedessa J. Here on Saturday, as we do it, y'all know how we do. Welcome, welcome. It is, what, post-Thanksgiving weekend. Did y'all eat a lot? We're going to talk about it in a minute. But um, so glad to have those of you here who are joining this morning to see everybody um, oh Lord, we made it thus far. Amen to the holiday season. It is upon us. So, as you guys know, oh let's see, Mike is giving us this this uh tap. Thank you, Mike. Which we will talk about in a momento. <laughs> this tablet. But anyway, you guys know we are here at the Sphere Studios every Saturday, most Saturdays anyway, at twelve o'clock broadcasting live through Facebook. But guess what? If you miss the Facebook live segment, you can also pond the replay on the Praise Revolution radio page. Uh, we are also uh, on podcasts, right? Audio podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, and Tidal. Or you can catch snippets of the show on Instagram. Or you also can catch the show on YouTube. So look, check it out somewhere if you like it. Subscribe, what they what you do, like, uh, subscribe, uh, share, do all that good stuff, and you know, give us a shout out. And hey, comment, and if I see some comments, I'll comment back. So, thanks again for joining. Guess what? Guess what? Y'all know it is the fourth Saturday, and y'all know what that means. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all know when y'all hear it, y'all know what's up. Y'all know what's up when y'all hear that. My girl is in the building. She is here. <laughs> She's over on the side of me cutting up already. <laughs> she is in the building here joining us as she does each and every fourth Saturday. It is the pop-in with Dr. Lake- Lakeisha Barnett. Hey. Good morning, hey. Dr. Barnett. Woohoo! I love that music. I love it. I'm just getting over that. I actually have a theme song. I'm feeling it. <laughs> and she said, I have a theme song. I said, girl, you've been having this theme song since you came on the air. But it gets better each time. Initially. <laughs> and this is only my second time in the studio, so I'm excited. And hey, with all the rain and everything going on, it's just nice to be in a good place. And good to see you. I know. Good, good to, to see, see you. you. Good to see you. Mm-hmm. It's so good to see you. So we, got, we have quite a bit to unpack. So we yes. well let's unpack it. So you, y'all y'all saw, I started my little mask off. I call myself matching it to my little flower shoulder. You are quite uh, extravagant this? today. Sweater. What yes. is a sweatshirt? So yes, please keep wearing your mask, people. Mm-hmm. We are not out of the woods in this thing. This mask, this little fancy one, came from uh, Akira. Oh nice. And then this. Sweatshirt is from Souk and Sepia. I try to shout out my little boutique. You should. Stuff. I told you when I came in, these are these are earrings in honor of her. She always has some fabulousness in her ear. So I said, let me do something to try to pay tribute today. It's my oh, casual you, you. Saturday, you. you know, holiday look. And <laughs> yeah, I said, let me do a little look. something to pay tribute. Thank <laughs> you, man. Well, Dr. Barnett's always fly. But of course, it's raining outside yeah. here in our neck of the woods. So it was a little, uh, you know, trying to decide what, you know. You don't want to do too much. And I just have gotten into a place of how I used to do is not what I do now just because, yes, of the Rona. You're right. The Rona. The Rona. The Rona. So, Dr. Barnett. Yes. How was your Thanksgiving? It was very pleasant. It was not very eventful. Um, 
of course, I didn't have to gather. I didn't get to gather with all of my family in Houston, but I really enjoyed the time that I did spend. And I was a little piglet. I will, um, I will own that. I was a little piglet. I ate quite a bit, but it was good. Shout out to my sister-in-law wherever uh, you are. Hopefully, you'll see this. She threw who down. That, who that? Raina Barnett? That is Latoya Barnett. Okay, Latoya. Oh, Latoya. Latoya. Yes, she did it all right. And I was a little piglet. And, of course, I got the to-go plate. Yes. I stayed overnight, actually, and then they had breakfast, too. So I was oh, just a wow. little Thanksgiving holiday bum, but they are very kind. So shout out to the Barnett's at the Lake House, J.D., Devin, AJ, all of them. That's cool. That's cool. It's it's good to have siblings. It is. Um, it is. I don't have any siblings, and my, my family's pretty big, but most of my mother's family lives in Beaumont. My father's family lives here. Oh, we need to talk offline. I have family in Beaumont. Okay, yes. I didn't know that. Oh, we <laughs> learned something, something new. Every day. Every time we right. together. So, um, not able to gather with family, obviously, due to the pandemic situation, but I will tell you. So, so two things. Um, my son gave the first, his first Thanksgiving prayer. He did, a, he did a fabulous job. He turned seven last week, so that's why we were off air last week. Um, but last year, this time, my father, who is uh, living uh, through illness, um, we were in the hospital for 15 days, wow. and so we were packing in Thanksgiving dinner to the hospital last year, and we might still be a little bit infirmed, but we are not in that hospital this yes. year, even in spite of COVID and in spite yes. of, you know, all the other uh, uh, dastardly things that are going on, we find ourselves still in a better place this year than we were last year, so That's I was right. just super, super grateful right. for that. I like how you say that, living through illness living through sickness yeah, still, yeah I thought still about, pressing through I, I like was, that uh, introspective of that this morning I didn't want to say suffering through yeah we're living through especially because again right. we are not where we were last year absolutely and so he was a little emotional this year but you know we, thank we, you we thank are you. we are thankful yes. that we found ourselves in the place in which we Amen. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. We've all got a lot to be thankful for. I know. I know. We do. We do. We do. We do. I feel like that is one of the the blessings of the curse that we find ourselves in is that you can, if you're paying good attention, as you should be, then you can find, you should, these blessings should be more material to you absolutely easier to count them because we've been deprived of so much and we're in a space where we have a lot more time to just be still and reflect and truly value what's important and I think a lot of people have felt that I know it's been hard and there are some who have been in a really difficult place and this lack of being able to gather the comfort we get from being able to be in one another's presence is something greatly missed but I also know that there are many people who are just really grateful. I love the song you chose for that moment because this is, it's its always appropriate. And the attitude of gratitude is something I think people have been talking about a lot in, in recent months or a couple of years because I was actually reading that there is science that backs up that it really helps our mental health and our attitude, our mood. When you just begin to count your blessings, stay grateful, think about the positives. And if ever we need to do that, I think this year is one of those times. So it's a- I mean, I, I mean, I, you can't. I can't say it enough. Um, we've talked. I've talked a lot um, on the show about uh, perseverance mm-hmm. um, and and uh, being remaining hopeful. Mm-hmm. And so, in the midst of all that, which I think should bring us to our love word of the day. All right, let's go. <laughs> in the midst of all that, 
Um, you know, you have to think that it has been a time of disruption. Mm-hmm. Great disruption. Great disruption. I thought, well, yes, because he is the great I am. He's the great everything, right? So then this, he is the great disruptor. And I was like, well, why? You know, Lord, okay, okay. You know, why disruption? So, in case you hadn't figured out, the love word of the day is disruption. <laughs> hey, 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 Margaret. Hey, Mama. Hey. So, okay, I'm sorry. I have to, I have to digress. Yeah, we're doing. <laughs> right quick. Okay, I see y'all's comments, but I'm going to blame it on user error that I don't know how to scroll this tablet. Oh, Mike just told me. No, but okay. See, that didn't work. So <laughs> Mike says it's a touch screen. So I, if I look down, I see who is talking to me. And then if I am not looking, then your your uh, progression will progress and I miss it. But it's not missed because we go back and then people can see it. So I appreciate you guys watching and commenting. And if I don't get to you, I'm sorry because people, people be charging me up real much. <laughs> you didn't see my comment. <laughs> so, They're like, what's the use of going live if you don't give me some feedback? Well, she, she's multitasking. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But the tablet is here. So if it's, if I look down to see it, I will acknowledge. So hey, Mama. Hey, Margaret. Um, so yes, the great disruptor. He has disrupted mightily. Mm-hmm. So not only, I mean, you know, on a global perspective, but what it was, I was laying in my bed. I have a leak in my house. Oh, okay. Exactly. And the leak is in my closet. Oh. So I, those of you who know me, that closet is the nucleus of my house. Mm-hmm. And to have to deal with it. Um, and the manner in which I'm having to deal with it means to pull mm. everything out and assess everything. Mm. Oh, this is good. I see you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is to, good. I have to pull it out. I have to assess it. And in doing so, in the movement, this is, but okay. In the movement in which he has me in, which um, I'm doing some things with my home. And I had already started doing what he asked me to do. Um... He then disrupted that movement. And I was like, well, Lord, I, I, you know, I, I started down the path that you told me to go down. And he said, yeah, but that, I didn't say it was going to be an easy path. I didn't say it was not going to be a messy path. So he has disrupted the path. And so I have to take assessment of the things that are in that closet and decide what I will keep and what I will go away, what I will get rid of. And part, as part of the movement of what he and I had already started on. Mm-hmm. And what it does is, is creating mess in my house, and yeah. I don't know how to function, you Looks know, like disorder and chaos easily and in that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And so I was like, man, and so, but this is this is our dance. This is what he does. This is our ebb and flow, and he's our father, and he probably deals with Reverend Barnett differently than he deals with me, than he deals with Mike. But this is this is our, this is what he does. So I know that at the end of the disruption, is the level up yes i like it well let me let me see the the the, uh the definition yeah see so i like that i like that graphic because at the end of at the bottom of that graphic is is evolution it's change Mm -hmm. and and evolution should be positive so but let me see the, the 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 definition mike so you know to disrupt is to interrupt an activity or a process by causing a disturbance or problem 
or drastically alter or destroy the structure of something. But, you know, what I thought, Reverend Barnett, was that that does not mean that in the disruption you won't get to the to the point to which you started. Mm -hmm. It just means okay, you're going to take a different to path in getting there. Love so, um, but the level up level is always up. in the disruption. I really like that. You like that? I, I mean, do. I was like, I mean, we, that's what, that's, we're, that's what started it, right? We're trying to level up and do some different things. I like it. So I can, I can only look around and in my frustration and with all the boxes and the clothes laying all around, I'm like, Lord, you know, I do not like, you know, all this chaos and mess. I know that at the end of it is, is a level up. And to disrupt equals challenge. And challenge equals change and evolution. So... I like it. I like it. I think it also reminds me, it immediately reminds me of some personal things, but it also reminds me of 2020. Mm -hmm. There's been so much disruption, but it was to expose what was hidden. And sometimes we know that there are things in the closet that need to be dealt with. And the closet really does represent those secrets. But, you know, think about you have skeletons in your closet. You have kind of tied things there and there's been a lot exposed. And sometimes it's exactly what is required for us to get the purge we need to assess and then to prepare for the level up like you said exactly I like exactly i mean i mean I'll, that's good well that's good hey ali campos how are you doing hello see i'm looking i'm looking i know we're multitasking <laughs> all over this is the world we live in now so it many is. devices so hey i'm looking forward to the level up me too i'm praying that god look as, as i ministered to you oh i've ministered to myself <laughs> So we talked about perseverance and being hopeful. Um, I am looking forward to the level up of this exercise, as challenging as it is for me. And then, you know, I think it's a trivial place to be, right? To be talking about, oh, I got all these clothes, and I got, but it's it's deeper than that, right? But, uh, it always is. Or how people say it's rich people. Problem. I'm not rich, but I I am blessed, and so first world uh, problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some people don't even have any clothes, right? But, Again, he, the father deals with the children differently. Mm -hmm. So I'm the child with, <laughs> with the stuffed up closet, with stuff in my closet that needs to be assessed. But we're going to level on up. Amen, amen, and all right. All right. <laughs> so now, I think, Mike, did I, did I miss anything? Oh, my tie-in, Ezekiel. Yes. 20... Nine and one, I believe it is. Oh, no, I'm way off. That was a different scripture. Okay, Ezekiel 4 and 16. The scripture will tie into what we're speaking about in disruption. The King James Version says, Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, behold, I will break the staff. And in some translations, it means disrupt. Uh, er, yes, break the staff of bread in Jerusalem, and they shall eat bread by weight. And, and with care, and they shall drink water by measure and with astonishment. So basically he's disrupting the things that they feel like they need to, to live off of and that they have to pare down and be mindful of how they use their resources. So that was Ezekiel 4 and 16. I apologize. We're good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. I'm excited. Y'all know Reverend Barnett keeps me on my toes and keeps this show where I want it to be, which is in the vein of diversity and inclusion. Um, and so she has the last couple of times uh, brought in, brought to my attention, um, the recognition of uh, certain fabrics 
of our national tapestry and that we are, you know, recognizing those fabrics that at a good. certain time. <laughs> so she said to me, she said, what you want to do? I said, I thought we stay in the vein of thankfulness. <laughs> she said, that's cool. But did you know it was Native American Heritage Month? And I did not know. And usually I find that these are things that are not highlighted. And so ironically so, because this is the Thanksgiving season. And we all know, you know, what the colonial story behind uh, the relationship to our Native American brothers and sisters, the indigenous people of this land, um, is the myth of it is, right? That we all communed together and came up with this holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Peaceful little experience. And and before we bring on our illustrious guest, I wanted to point out that when you when you brought that up and I said, Cool, let's do it because that's what I that's what this show is about. Um through my feed came some uh highlights where people I think are, are attempting, God bless them, they're attempting to do uh and acknowledge um you know the myth and debunk the myth and if, do we have those clips michael we can just show through the huffington post and the uh the new york times um yes put up some yeah put put some things out about the decolonization of thanksgiving and so it was like 2020 is the year to debunk the myth and uh, that was the New York Times. And then the Huffington Post said, you know, Thanksgiving and myths associated with it have done damage and harm to the cultural self-esteem of generations of Americans by perpetuating cultural misappropriation and stereotyping that leave harmful images and lasting negative impressions in Native American and non-Native minds. And so that's good. That's good. That's good. Um, you know, I just think that for all intents and purposes, they have our uh native american brothers and sisters have been completely left out of many times yeah um the conversation and and the and the the optical of thanksgiving which is that's like a menial part right like not to mention they are the indigenous people of this land right and not to mention we just ignore that on a continual basis so with that's so all right okay so it's you had native, to get that out <laughs> So it's Native American Heritage Month, folks. So, um, doc, thank you, Dr. Barnett, for bringing that to the show's attention. And we have uh, with us today uh, Reverend Sherry Jones. Yay! Who is Yay! the proprietor of Jones Coaching Group. And she is also a proud member of the Choctaw Nation. I'm very excited to Woo-hoo! talk to her about that. And so we'll get into that later. But... Hey, Reverend Jones, how are you doing? Good morning. I'm great. How are you, ladies? Fine. And thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so proud and happy to have you. This is It's great. an opportunity and a privilege to be here. I'm always excited to share about my heritage. Awesome, awesome. I'm, I'm very excited for you to share it again. I'll, I'll interject later, but Dr. Barnett um, so aptly brought you on um, in observance of the Thanksgiving season and also of, of Native American Heritage Month. And so I, I won't stand in the way of the dialogue. I'll, 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 I will pop into it ah. from time to time. <laughs> and then, like I said, I do have 
one or two observations of my own, but thank you so much, and thank you for joining Dr. Barnett, if you will. Well, I want to say to my sister Sherry, it is so good to see you. It's been too long. This lady has been a great support and inspiration to many. Um, she has a wonderful background, very diverse and, and interesting. Sherry's got some stories, y'all. <laughs> this is a lady <laughs> full of some really interesting stories, but I want you to share with us a little bit about yourself. We, we mentioned that you're part of Choctaw Nation. Just tell us about your background, your heritage, and you have so many layers to me, not only in your ethnic richness and your culture, but then you have being a woman who's a minister. You've been in senior level of leadership for many years, and you just do so much. You have so much in your background. So start wherever you want to start, but just give us a, a little bit more about who you are so that these great people can appreciate you like I do. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity to share because that really is my battle. And my battle is for people to know about the indigenous community. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a half breed. My mother was Caucasian, a European mix. My father was a full blood member of the Choctaw tribe. And because of that, I grew up in a lot of ways, not quite white enough for the white culture and not quite brown enough for the brown culture. So my struggle in my life has a lot of been about finding where I fit into all of that. Mm -hmm. And I have always embraced and loved and celebrated my indigenous heritage, but that wasn't always true for my parents. My father, for lack of a better term, my father didn't raise us Indian. Um, I really only found out about my Indian culture, more heritage and more background as I got older. I don't, but my father exposed us to the Indian culture. And as I've gotten older, I realized so much of that is going to die with me. Oh, wow. I grew up going to reservations. I grew up hearing native language. Um, there's something in me that soars when I wear beads. Mm, <laughs> yes. And if just something in your spirit identifies when you put beads on, there's something in there. Yes, I always say my heart beats natively, and it ha it has a native heartbeat, and I had to embrace that. Um, I am a woman. I am indigenous. I am a Christian. I am an American. I am all those things by God's hand and by God's design, and all of it works together. My indigenous grandmother, which would be my grandma Jones, swept her dirt floors and prayed. She also sent her children to boarding school because as part of the American government, it's called the humane genocide mm. of the Native Americans of America. Wow. Now, first of all, this country is founded basically in my home, yet founded in 1776, yet not until 1924 was I a citizen. Wow. In 1924, I was granted citizenship of the land that I lived. The land that I lived in, I always joke and I say, y'all came to spend the night and never left. But <laughs> in 1924, I got to be a citizen. Um, it wasn't until the 50s that we were given the right to vote. Again, all of this happens in our backyard. Mm -hmm. It happens in the land that we lived in, the land that we occupied. But yet we have to be given that by another government. Um, I'm part of what they label the five civilized tribes. We were not nomadic tribes. Um, we resided in the South, in Mississippi and Louisiana and that area. We farmed, we raised cattle. We were not warring. We were, were not the warring tribe. We were 
not nomadic. We didn't acquire, acquire other land. We were farmers. We were governmental. We had governmental mm. um, in place. That's just who we were. Just like any other country, you have different elements within that country. That's the tribe that I belong to. So in order for my aunts and my father to go to school, because they were Indian, they had to go to a boarding school. Now, this was set up so that when they went to the boarding school, they could not wear their native clothing. Mm -hmm. They could not wear their native hair. They could not go by their native tongue. They could not go by their native name. They couldn't eat their native food. And the entire goal was to destroy the American Indian family at the very root by sending them to a boarding school. So my father attended and two aunts, my two aunts, literally though, that didn't go to school, they would put them on a bus and they would take them into town where they would clean homes. So they were supposed to be getting educated, but instead they were cleaning homes and making money for the Indian school. But my God is a just God and my God always takes care. So my indigenous grandmother sweeping her dirt floor and praying for her children and praying for her seed, she had a daughter my Aunt Ruth, who went on to receive her Ministries of Divinity, where she served as a pastor uh, called a circuit riding pastor. Because wow. at the height of her career, she pastored five Indian Methodist churches. Wow. And see, that's the God I serve. <laughs> yes, I'm part of an indigenous community that was intended to be destroyed, who not only was our I land intended so. to be possessed, but we were intended to be destroyed. And it's important to realize that. But yet, because my God is faithful and he hears the prayers of a little Indian woman, and I don't know if she prayed in English or prayed in Choctaw, <laughs> but she prayed for her seed. And from that, she produced a daughter who serves God as a minister. She's in heaven now. And then now a granddaughter that she never met. Mm. And that amazes me. It amazes me. And that's what I want to tell people. It doesn't matter what other people call you. Um, we've had a conversation before, Lakeisha and I, about the word squaw. Mm -hmm. uh, word squaw yeah. quite often references, as most people believe, just the fact that you're an Indian woman. It doesn't really mean that. It was given to us by white infantrymen who one merits the more Indian women they raped. And it literally refers to the female body part that they injured. Oh, and wow. one day I was in New Mexico and with there with a friend who is not Indian, who loves me, respects me, is would never harm me. And he smiled and he said, hey, they got some great squaw bread. Let's order that. And I guess for just a minute, my face must have looked funny. Wow. And he said, why? What's wrong? And I told him, I said, I know you don't mean anything, but this is what that word means. It doesn't. He said, I just thought it meant a female Indian. I said, it doesn't. Mm. It literally references my body part that was raped mm. and that was merited, that won them merit. So that's what's so important to realize for every, every community, yes. that there are things that we don't understand until we walk in that community. But also to understand that God doesn't fail. God That's never right. fails. And he birthed me as a woman. He birthed me as, and again, another conversation Lakeisha and I've had as a female minister and to realize that there are people that when I walk to a platform will stand up and walk out simply because of the gender I didn't choose. Right. And because I'm female, again, I'm Indian. I didn't choose that. He chose that. And actually, I generally refer to myself now as indigenous. Mm -hmm. I don't use the word American Indian. I never liked it. It took mm -hmm. me a lot of years to reconcile it. 
but I love the word indigenous because mm-hmm. that says and in Canada, they call indigenous people first nation. Yes. And I love that. Yes. Because mm-hmm. no offense. We were the first nation. We were here first. No, no <laughs> offense. These, taken. these are just facts. Yes. These are just facts. Absolutely. This is and awesome. So. I, I serve a faithful God. I serve a God who gave me the privilege of being a woman. I serve a God who gave me the privilege of being indigenous. I serve a God who gave me the tremendous privilege of being American. I understand that privilege. Myself as a single woman, I'm not married. I have no children of my own. I refer to myself as the smartest woman I've ever met. Um, <laughs> yet, if I lived in Thailand, I could not own a vehicle. I could not own a house. I realize what I have in America. And I'm thankful for that. But I love to make people aware of the indigenous community, of the beauty of our community. And I believe that the real struggle is not the color of man's skin, but his heart. Absolutely. Because, in fact, as a member of the Choctaw tribe, when we were moved from our southern original home and taken to Oklahoma, where they, we were instructed to live, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, we had slaves. We took slaves with us. We intermarried with slaves, therefore Mm -hmm. we birthed also mixed of black, Indian, and Caucasian. And those black Choctaws had to fight the tribal government to have tribal rights. Mm -hmm. So all men's hearts are messed up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All of us fall short. All of us oppress who we can oppress. And that's, I would love to see an end to that. I don't think we're going to see it this side of heaven. I would love to see an end to that. But mostly, I like to make people aware of my community, of my heritage, of the beauty of it. Yes, acknowledging the struggle of it right along with it. We're not great people. We're not amazing people. But we are pretty amazing. And we are resilient. Because reality of it is, I am a grandchild of a generation of an entire community that the government meant to destroy. Mm. Therefore, in reality, I am hope in flesh. Wow. And wow. as that hope, the I get to live what my ancestors only hoped for. So I've got to fully embrace that hope. I've got to fully live out that hope. And I've got to give that hope to everybody I can come in contact with, no matter the color of their skin. All so right. ladies, I don't know if that's what you were looking for. <laughs> that is absolutely what we were looking that's for. That's been wonderful. That is fantastic. I, I, uh, you, you brought up. Like I, I had my questions, but I, yeah. I was writing down notes. almost <laughs> the answers to them. Um, I mentioned to you that I had, you know, something I wanted to run by you, and my great grandmother, we suspect, was a Choctaw Indian um, from Louisiana. And so the the issue with confirming that, and then you brought up Black Choctaw, which I had never heard that term before. Um, our issue with confirming is, you know, you all, well, I'm sorry, the indigenous people were meant to be wiped out and we were used as tools and therefore completely marginalized in record keeping and things like that. And so our only reference is her maiden name, which was Bacon. And when you look up this, this maiden name in the records of Louisiana, um, for the census during that time, there are a lot of Bacons that are registered to the Choctaw Nation. Wow. So that's our only reference to confirming, but we know that she was Indian. So, I mean, like you just you laid it out for me perfectly that there was, uh, well, we know there was interracial marriage, but if we were questioning it in our minds, well, is this what really went down or was she really you know, Indian, I think you kind of laid some additional layers of confirmation and some some additional paths for me to check um, in that. 
well, yes. So, yes. And then there's a such thing as black Choctaw. So um, I really do appreciate that. And, 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 and just, you know, right. This, uh, this God is truth and, you know, everything else is anything subsequent to that is not. And so certainly we don't seek to, to cover up what is true, which is exactly what we said. And, and as we mentioned to begin with, I mean, we, I feel as though the indigenous people are currently just not even a part of the optics of the fabric of this, this country, which is just so uh, ironic and sad. And, you know, we, you know, it should be, it needs to be better. I don't know how it it can get better or be better. Um, And so I really do appreciate you just coming on and you really laid it out. Look, we didn't have to ask any questions. (laughs) (laughs) But I think the beauty of what you said is that because um, it's always seems to be, that we hear about indigenous issues when there is an issue with land. Like I remember a couple of years ago with the pipeline going through the nation. I forget which Mm -hmm. nations were impacted by that, but it seems like those are things. And we hear a little bit here and there, but I believe the beauty of what uh, Sherry is doing and just being hope, as she said, hope's personified, living hope in in the flesh and telling her story. And then you also, Tedessa, providing platforms like this i know that many people were not aware of a a native american heritage month and these are the opportunities we have to continue to tell the stories uh, correct the erroneous narratives (laughs) to give more truth and to give voices like sherry an opportunity i love seeing the feathers and the beads and the dancing and the drums and everything about it because i'm a big i'm just big on just multicultural stuff because i think there is an essence of god in all of it a beauty that God has given to every culture, every nation, every people. Um, and we can't fully appreciate the the greatness. And like you said, Sherry, the justness and the, the faithfulness of our God until we actually tap into to all of that and learn about it. So um, and, and then to speak about what it is to be a woman and to be also mm. a Christian woman. When Absolutely. I know our people is to this, uh, the, the, the gospel was used to suppress us and to turn us, you know, in a different way. But we've come through that and begin to preach the same message that was attempted attempted to shackle us but it's our liberation and we're finding that we're able to help others uh, become liberated and free and whole in that so I always I just marvel and, and appreciate not just your friendship but sharing these stories because more people need to hear them hopefully we'll get more opportunities to share them as well absolutely absolutely and so again eternally grateful for you that you were able to join us this morning and just come on and and again, just lay a, another much needed layer of understanding and introspect mm-hmm. into um, the 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 I want to say living condition, right? Mm-hmm. The living and breathing and One perpetuating mm-hmm. condition of the indigenous people of this land. Let me ask one question before we let you go. What would someone need to do if they want to learn more, if they want to continue getting beyond the erroneous narrative? And I know that there are museums and things like that, but what have you found to be most helpful to help folks who are truly interested in um, maybe if they are indigenous and by heritage, by ethnicity, to really reconnect? Or even if they're individuals like us who just want to be better educated and find out more about what's good for us to know so that we can be um, just aware well, thankfully, we live in the lifetime of Google. Yes. <laughs> and almost every tribe will have some website. Um, you mentioned that you believe your family is possibly Black Choctaw. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Every tribe is different. Every tribe has different standards that they maintain even today for you to attain membership. Mm. And so I would encourage anyone who thinks they have any Indian heritage to research it, to research the tribe that they think they belong to. Um, Our tribe actually helps you do research to see if you are because they want to embrace now, they want to embrace everyone that they possibly can. And when my father passed about three years ago, they actually were, there was statistically no full blood living Choctaw. Well, Mm. he of course was alive, but that's, what's so important about reconnecting with that. Even if there's a possibility, you're a 36%, you know, I'm half, he was full. I'm half. My children would be a quarter. So I would encourage you to do research, um, Research a tribe, research even just Indian culture, research any Indian heritage. And I encourage you to do that, just like you said, whether just if you have an interest, because it just needs to stay alive. And it's not going to. It's not going to without people being interested and without people doing research. And Indians um, at one point were not as unified Mm -hmm. as the black community. You had one civil rights movement. We have individual tribes. There's over 200 mm-hmm. tribes in America. My gov- my tribe has a, its own tribal government. My tribe has its own tribal pursuits. Mm. My tribe invests in the tribe. Um, you hear a lot of people talk about Indians getting a check. Well, they only get that if that's how their tribe works. Um, if their tribe makes a profit, they might receive an individual check. My tribe doesn't work that way. All of the profits that our tribe produces goes back into, into the, the tribe. tribe. Yeah. It, yeah, it builds senior facilities. It builds, we have one of the best hospitals in Oklahoma. We are very, because we have back legal documents with the government. So my tribe is very politically active in demanding the U.S. government to honor the treaties that they made with us. They signed them. They made the agreement. Now they need to stick to it. Um, Like I said, we have one of the best hospitals in Oklahoma. We built the hospital, but the U.S. government um, maintains the medical personnel. Mm. Um, There's a tribe in Colorado. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? No, it's a good thing because also we still have say-so over um, the medical personnel that comes in. Because it's them maintaining their part of the agreement. Got it. our tribe does not look for repartition. Our tribe, though, every year rebuys land. And mm-hmm. so they'll tell you we're buying our land back one acre at a time. So, it, But again, it's all going to benefit the tribe, not individual tribal members. There are some tribes that it benefits individual tribe members. There's a tribe in Colorado, and it's called the Ute tribe. They're one of the smallest, but they're one of the wealthiest. To do any work on their um, nation on their land, you have to hire a certain percentage of youth. Right. That's how they further their um, their tribe and their income. Um, also, uh, being a member of that tribe, if you are a male and you don't take care of your family, um, you get kicked out of the tribe. You lose your tribal membership, mm. and, and therefore you lose your tribal benefits. So we are evolving and learning, but that's a little bit, I think that makes us not be unified in mm-hmm. one indigenous voice, mm-hmm. because then you have to have all of those chiefs because we still have a chief. We have an assistant chief that is elected. You have to have 200 and something chiefs agree. Wow. That's a lot. 
Wow. Where you have Black Lives Matter, you have one cause. We don't have one Brown Lives Matter. Mm. We don't have one cause. So that's the thing that has has enabled us to survive, but has also possibly been part of our detriment because I'm a member of the Choctaw tribe. I dance a certain way. I wear certain attire. Um, now, for my family, we try to mix that because we're mixed. We're a mixture of about six different tribes the further you branch out. Mm. But, you know, so that's just, that's part of the struggle. But if you're interested, if you think you're any part of one tribe, go to that tribe's website, um, see what their requirements are of membership, contact them. Because like I said, a lot of times they'll help you do research. And a lot of times they can fill in blanks you can't fill in. Because they want, if you are legitimately a member of their tribe, they want you to be. Um, if you are um, skilled with languages, you can do online language classes with any tribe. I would encourage you to do that because keeping our tribal language alive enables us to continue to be a sovereign nation mm-hmm. because we are a sovereign nation. Tribes are sovereign nations within the United States, and that helps us keep that alive. So even if Dr. Barnett, not being a member of the Choctaw tribe, learned the Choctaw language, it builds our community. We benefit awesome. from it. So. Anything like that, um, you know, in our home, we have Indian tacos. Um, and <laughs> what, I, what is you know, that I, I comprised of? It, the main difference, it, it's a lot like a tostado, mm-hmm. except it's on Indian fry bread, which Indian okay. fry bread is a version kind of of a, of a sopapilla. It's very uh-huh. amusing to mm. me because we have Indian fry bread. Latinos have um, tortillas. Uh-huh. And then you also have naan and flatbread. That's we right. all have a continuity. That's right. Um, I know Dr. Barnett's is fluent in Spanish. If I tell Dr. Barnett mitte, that in Choctaw means come here. But in if you said that in Spanish, what would that be, Dr. Lewis? Isn't it vente? Vente. With a B? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in Bete. Choctaw, yeah, in Choctaw, it's mitte with a M. Mm. You know, just the similarities. Then with that, you go all the way back to the Tower of Babel. You know, where, <laughs> who, who knows what language we all spoke before? It was one. But, you know, now we all have slightly different versions. So I think shows like this are great. It shows us how we are different, but how we're also similar. You know, when I grew up, I we didn't have a lot. So I learned to survive on pinto beans and cornbread. I lived in New Mexico for quite a while. So then I learned tortillas and um, frijoles. And, you know, now we do it pinto beans and dirty rice and sausage because we live close to Louisiana. Yes, ma'am. So, you know, you know we, and we throw some fry bread in there. So there's a theme throughout all of us yes. and, and there's varieties and that's what makes it beautiful. And thank you so much for this opportunity. If you have any questions, I'd be more than happy to help them, but hopefully that helped you somewhat. It did. I Thank so. you so much. It's a, a beautiful conversation. Again, I'm so, so grateful to you and Dr. Barnett for bringing to our attention that it was Native American Heritage Month. Um, And so thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing with us and just being who you are Mm -hmm. and recognizing uh, the importance of keeping the legacy and heritage of indigenous people in this country um, alive and at the forefront. Amen. And I don't think it takes away anything from me as a a woman of African descent or anybody else to make sure we're looking out for one another. I think that that's the beauty of this type of program. We have to do that because we gain so much from each other. So, sis, I hope we get to talk in person, face to face really soon. We've got a lot of catching up to do. And I'm so grateful that you graced us with your presence and your time this morning. It's been a blessing to hear from you. Thank you so much. Be blessed. Thank you so much.
She's all right, great. all right. That was that was super awesome. Yeah, she's a great lady. That great, was great lady. Super duper awesome. And uh, you know, again, him doing his work. I hadn't read uh, Reverend Jones's bio um, until after our conversation yesterday, mm-hmm. and you know, right there on the page it said Choctaw, Choctaw and I was mm-hmm. like, wow. Yeah. Um, you know, I will be learning some yeah. things that I need to know. Yeah. Um, as well. So uh, that thank, was helpful. That, that was, it helpful. was. It was a fantastic conversation. So thanks again. Um, let's celebrate um, our indigenous brothers and sisters. This is National Native American Heritage Native Month here in this country, which I mean, shame on us because there's not a, a, a larger uh, focus on it. But we'll increase that. This is part of that start. Yes. We're doing that right now. Yes, yes. Chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. So, all right. That brings us to the end of our show, Dr. Barnett. It's been a good one. I appreciate being here. A pleasure, as usual. Like I said, Dr. Barnett keeps us on our toes here. Um, But... But yeah, <laughs> you got me thinking. Because she is, uh, she has her. Yeah, I want this, I've all, I wanted this show to be a diverse one and one that is uh, inclusive and spotlighting of every people, all people from you know all walks of life. Um, God created us all, and so I may be a woman of color. But, you know, I get down with everybody. So I want everybody to be here with us and celebrating with us in the spirit of love and truth. And so thanks again, Dr. Barnett. No, it has been a pleasure. You, you and popped in and did you what you trust had to me. do. You trust me to pull out these little, you know, suggestions and ring it in. And I think it's cool that you've given me the opportunity to be with you. So I get a lot out of this as well. It's, it's, it's good for me. It's very good for me, too. Awesome. Cool, cool. Okay, so uh, what what... What do you have planned moving forward for the holidays? Woo! They ain't clear Rona. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a that's it, a job, is, right? Oh. Um, but you know what? I um, I've given myself permission, and we can talk about this at another time. But I really felt like I needed to rest, and I realized after the summertime that I was near burnout or just just had a lot going on. And whenever I think of um, when I'm talking to friends or or encouraging some other folks, I will remind them, y'all, we're still in a pandemic. It's been a lot happening this year. Give yourself permission to rest if you can. Um, I do have some goals and things I've been praying about. I've got some new stuff that I do believe will be uh, really exciting to share. Uh, I'm just going to say that like that. Like that? that Like that. It's going to be exciting to share. Uh, But for the most part, I plan to take the most and make the most out of this time to do all I can to rest up to prepare for a new year. Uh, My church is still one of those that's not gathering as many are. And so we're constantly talking about what it looks like to move into a new space, um, do some other things, have some research projects and Ooh, I do have a couple of books I need to finish, so it's going to be interesting. That's part of the reason why I'm going to rest right now, because I believe I need to kind of gear up and get ready for the next phase, because I'm trying to level up, too. God's been disrupting some things, so we're going to have to pull all of that out and talk about it a little bit later. But I'm excited to see how things turn. I I feel like I'm, uh, man, I'm I'm hard at work. I'm on the grind. I, I I feel like now is not the time that I can let up and rest and, and have my foot off the pedal. Uh, in my disruption season, I'm um, trying to finish uh, Love Revolution Part 2. Oh, okay. And, you know, that takes on a different meaning yes. in this environment where, you know, the normal mediums and, and, and ways in which you would communicate music and art, mm-hmm. um, you know, has to be different. So there's a lot of thought that's going into, you know, that. It's, I think it's a, 
it'll, it'll be a very interesting project. Um, it's very apropos. I've been working on it for a year. So, and I'm always, let's finish it, let's finish it, let's finish it. But it just goes to show you, all in God's time. Timing is because everything. Yes. Eight months ago, it may not have been as relevant and impactful as it may, as I believe it will be uh, now. Right. So there's that. So I'm trying to finish that. And I get it. Uh, you know, I got this personal stuff going on. I'm laying, mm-hmm. literally laying in this chaos. And so, uh, yeah, we I shall think it's see. good. I, I love that you mentioned that because this is what I hope your listeners, your viewers will appreciate that. You kept saying, you said it a couple of times earlier, you know, God He's going to parent and, and take care of you one way and my relationship will be different. And we are in the same space in the world in this time, but our movement is very different right now. Right. And yet we're having to do what we need to do to accomplish what ultimately God's will is. And I think hope I hope that everyone will take something from that in the disruption. It won't look the same for everybody. Um, it, 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 the chaos and the upheaval, all of that won't be the same. But take your cues, stay tuned in, uh, be attentive and follow the path that God has for you. Because ultimately, God is the one who knows the end from the beginning. And in the disruption, God knows the ultimate plan and where you end up, what that level up looks like for you. Yes. Yeah, right. Yes. And yes. so <laughs> and so I'm, I'm glad that you are um, in a space where you're open to that because it's going to be exciting. I've got a part two to something as well. So we're going to have to stay connected. We'll see how the Lord brings what all the level this. up going to be. Hey. What the level up going to be. So listen, y'all, it has been, as it is always, a blast with Dr. Barnett popping in with us as she does each and every fourth Saturday of the month. Y'all. Keep your mask on and stay out them stores. Don't go in the store and spend money you ain't got. Look, hey, it's going to be a light Christmas for real. So, <laughs> so y'all expect the, the, the tech shout out from me or something because, uh, yeah, not going to be a lot going up with this thing. <laughs> So thanks everyone for tuning in. Thanks so much to uh, Reverend Sherry. I, I certainly yes. appreciate um, her and, and and her story. And and man, that was that was super fantastic. Yeah. If you don't, if you missed it, y'all pun the replay on Praise Revolution Radio page. It'll be out by Tuesday, or it'll be out on YouTube. Or you know, I'll put some snippets up and things like that. If you like it, share it. Absolutely. Uh, and like it and all that good stuff. Um, God loves you. I love y'all too. Y'all be blessed. Be dope. We out.